So here's the ultimate ironic fraud case. According to the Department of Justice, there was a company called NS8 that has filed for bankruptcy, which, you know, that happens occasionally. But the backstory is they were a cyber fraud prevention company. Basically, they were helping businesses prevent fraud against their company. The ironic thing is this agency's former chief executive was arrested on fraud charges because some of the loans that they wanted to get or some of the financing that they applied for, they presented false information according to the article, right? And they were trying to finance their company because they were losing money and made false representations to possible various investors. Again, according to the article, this is all alleged at this point. The company sells software that helps digital merchants automate fraud detection so they know about fraud. And according to the prosecutors, they fabricated more than 40 million in revenue to entice investors. Basically telling investors they're already doing this much business to get them to put more money in, but it was all fake. They falsely inflated fake deposits and made those records replace real deposits. So they made their bank account look like they had more money coming in than it did. And they would bring that to investors or banks and say, look, we want to finance the company at a higher rate because it's a bigger company. So it's the ultimate kind of ironic twist where a fraud company had their CEO arrested for fraud. And it goes to the point, there's really no profile of who a fraudster is. It could be somebody at their house, you know, collecting small investments from friends, relatives, people at their church, maybe 100 or 200 or 500 at a time. It could be somebody online saying that they have some Bitcoin scheme that's going to give them 20% return on their money every month. It could be something like this where there's a CEO who is misrepresenting bank deposits. So the type of person that's committing a fraud is not going to be uh, easily identifiable. Could be anybody. Could be anybody from you know, your landscaper, gardener, all the way up to the CEO of a company and anywhere in between. The key to it is verifying the statements that are made, not taking any word for it, even if it might be a little awkward to verify these things. You know, these banks that were requested to give money, one of these banks requested verification of these deposits. And when it didn't come through, that's how this scheme was undone. So fraud exists at many levels. It could be anybody. Preventing fraud is the first step. If you become a victim of fraud, then you have to look at asset recovery and detection, which is covered in other videos.